Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Hey, hoes, what's this for the fit? It's the girls to the down, I make a quick round. Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome to the Life Be Trippin' Podcast. It's your boy, Trav. It's your girl, Jen, with the juice. Join us as we laugh our way through shit life throws at us as black millennials. How you doing this week, Jen? I'm doing pretty good, but I had a pretty interesting morning. Let me tell you real quick. Yo, so I go to the gym this morning, and there's this older guy there that won't <laughs> stop talking to me, y'all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's a sweet guy. He takes pictures and stuff. He's a photographer, and he wants to take my pictures. But today, this man told me I need to get a sugar daddy. What the fuck? And basically, he telling me that he want to be my sugar daddy low key. Because yesterday, today, he was like, oh, maybe I'll take you to breakfast tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. But I'm not going to dabble anymore into that. But how was your day today? Shit, uh, my day was pretty good. I've been doing pretty good. I just started a, a new job on Monday. And it's funny because... Shit, you know, I'm usually like late to everything. But <laughs> right. Since I started this new this this job that I have is it's actually a dream job, and I've been work I've been wanting like to work for this company since I fucking graduated college. Oh, so it's like, yeah. So I'm punctual with everything. Like I get there an hour early and shit like that. And then you know I'm driving from Katy Houston to yeah. downtown Houston, which can be. 35 minutes, an hour, 35 minutes, yeah, you know, it, it just depends on what's going on. You know, the past few days it's been raining, so it's been like doing the fucking most. But this morning right. I decided to leave extra early because of that. And some crazy shit actually happened to me this morning too. Oh, like God. I'm fucking driving on I-10, right? And so right when the 45 exit comes on I-10, mm-hmm. when you're going I-10 uh, east, um, there's also the Smith Street exit. You know, right. the 45 exit is on the left, the Smith Street exit is on the right. So I'm exiting the Smith Street, and it's like some bald head ass hoe in this damn <laughs> Not white <bald-headed. laughs> in this damn white Corolla, like swerving in and out of traffic and shit like that. And she didn't always like by this point, she had already oh hit, hit my car like twice. <laughs> well, she almost hit my car like twice. Oh so my God. I had already had enough then. You know what I'm saying? I was in a good mood this morning, so I wouldn't really thinking nothing of it, but I was like, you know, if this hoe decide to cut me off one more fucking time, right. we're gonna have a damn issue. Right. So she tries to cut me off again, and I like sped up, damn near hitting the car in front of me, because I was like, bitch, you're not getting in front of me this time, fuck that. Period. So this dusty asshole, dusty. this dusty asshole, she she hits her brakes and kind of goes behind me and goes around, and then she zooms in front of me oh and literally God. stops, really doing the most. and literally stops the fucking car right before we get to the light. Mm, I'm not about to play. So her ass, she opens the door, steps out the car, and all I see is her ratchet ass moving her finger and like rolling her neck, saying some shit like that. And I was like, No, she didn't get out her car. I, yeah, she got out the fucking car. Like she didn't like walk to my car, no shit like that. She was just like kind of standing there holding her door, and I didn't hear what she was saying because <laughs> I'm listening to music and shit. Right, you know what like I'm saying? Just but I'm, just, about I'm you. just looking at her ass, but I'm pissed because like. 
I got time. Like, I'm early as fuck to work. Yeah, I got time today. You know, one, one thing I don't do is argue with females. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I was early as hell to work. I had all the fucking time to let her know how she had me so fucked up. So right. I get out of the car. And I was like, if you don't get your <laughs> dusty, crusty ass back in your motherfucking car. No, you didn't get out. I got out of my damn car. She and I said, your cancer. And I said, oh, if you God. don't get your dusty, musty, crusty ass back in your damn raggedy ass Camry. <laughs> And take your ass to work. Oh, my God. Because I'm trying to get to work, too. I'm dead. So I can't believe that. she goes, she she popping off, blah, 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 and something like that. And I was just kind of like, like, fuck this girl. So I, I, right. like, I closed my door. I zoomed around her and pulled off. And this, I guess she thought that she was going to chase me or something, but her ass got stopped by a red light. Right. So Karma. I, uh, <laughs> I go park in a garage in my building or whatever, and... This same fucking Camry passes my car in the damn garage. So there was like, oh, I, God. like um, the company I work for, we have reserved parking spots. So I um, parked in, in my particular reserved spot. And I guess she didn't notice that was like my car or whatever. Right. And so she, uh, my petty ass, she like parks like on the other side of the floor that I parked on. And so when I saw her get out of the car, I was like, can you even afford to park in this fucking garage? <laughs> you asked like, that? Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 so come to find out, she works in the building right fucking next door. And I was just like, I'm Travis. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm dead. And you are yeah, I forgot what she said her name was, but that shit was just so damn funny because I was like, she was so damn ready to pop off on the road. But like when we got up in the parking garage, it was just right. She like, had to become more professional because who was watching? She didn't know who exactly. was probably watching. Exactly, her at that you point. could tell her ass when trying to when trying to go there because right. somebody had me. Because you know everybody we walking all that's into corporate the, downtown yeah. is corporate period for dang that everybody that's down there. So that's business. Yeah, like you when do. I um you know the <laughs> floor I park on in the garage, you know it's directly. It goes directly building, into the tunnel. Office, yeah. And the tunnel goes directly under my building. So I just go through the tunnel and I like walk up my building. And she was doing the same exact thing. So I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, damn. This dude, bitch this... following me. I'm like, <laughs> I was thinking that, but then I was like, damn, do she do we work for the same damn company? I was like, hell no. Nah. They didn't hire her. <laughs> they didn't hire her ghetto ass. They, they couldn't have. They couldn't have. But no, I like when I walked up the stairs, you know, to go to my building, she just kept trucking on along down. She probably is Laquisha in the streets, but when she tried to get on this phone, she'd be Becky. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit. Hello. Thank you for calling me. Right. Thank in the streets, she could be like, uh, you what you're not going to do is you got me fucked up. <laughs> Period. Hey, thanks for calling so-and-so. How can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's some crazy shit to have. I mean, but other than that, I've been doing real good. You know, I'm good. The fam good. That's the kids good. So why not grip wood through the hood, nigga? Right. Come on now. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> but anyway, um, fucking fact check of the day. Um, you can literally buy Coca Cola everywhere in the world except Cuba and North Korea. Oh wow! Ain't that crazy? That is crazy. So you damn Coke. I personally am not a fan of Coke. Well. I could drink me a damn vanilla Coke, but I don't really drink soda like yeah. that. But if I'm in the mood for one, a vanilla Coke. But if you I'll ever notice, Coke and stuff, when you drink sodas in other countries, they taste very completely different. different. They like taste now, completely like different. Now that we now, now that more stores are, stores are starting to get like the the glass bottle Coke. Uh huh. That's the Hispanic Coke, and yeah. that's that that's pure cane sugar. That's real. That is the shit. Yes, like, it's the tea. It's I would even drink that exactly. Yeah. I was in the Dominican in October, and I when I tell you, I opened up one of the glass. Sprites, I was like, Lord Jesus, come down it's and save as, me. This is the greatest as, Sprite I've ever had in my life. 
It was the best. I had a nice little belch after I drank it. It felt so refreshing. It was so good. Yeah, they're not as carbonated too, though. You know and I didn't feel nauseated like I would if yeah. I drink one from here. But that exactly. glass Coke or that glass Sprite, ooh, it's the motherfucker yes. business. Yes, so if, if you can get your hands on one, get that shit. Yes, God. But shit. Um. So basically, like, if you're a Coke lover, um, don't go to North you, Korea <laughs> or don't go to Cuba because um, apparently Cuba and North Korea. Not surprising, um, are both on a long-term U.S. travel embargo, travel ban, not not ban, but trade embargo, a trade ban or some shit like that. So pretty much um, they have to get their Cokes imported from like other countries outside of the U.S., like Mexico would import to Cuba or like China would import to North Korea. But the thing is, they are so much more expensive than you would like buy it if it came from America or whatever, because... Our coke ain't shit. And like, it's important. That shit, That's just like away. gas. When you go to Hawaii and shit, gas is three dollars here, but it'd be damn near twelve there. Uh uh-uh, uh, anybody got time for yeah. that? I would be walking everywhere. Oh no, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> anyway, on to our news and booze section. If y'all don't remember our news and booze section is where we discuss hot topics going on on social media, you know, shit in the news that kind of intrigues our minds and things of that sort. So the uh, first thing I just want to kind of discuss is um Lizzo ass is nominated for six NAACP Image Awards, eight Grammy Awards, six iHeart Music Awards, and one Brit Award. She is out here doing a damn thing. Right, and, and she back in the news in a good way instead of shaking her naked ass cheeks at the Lakers game like was, she was a few weeks ago. I was ago. just going to say, if y'all listened to our episode last week, you would know that I practically encouraged Lizzo to shake her ass. At the Lakers game. At the Lakers game. Or anywhere. On or anywhere. And I still stand by what the fuck I said. Because I Come said on, what I be said. be like Megan Thee Stallion. Shake that <laughs> ass, bitch. Shake that ass, bitch. <laughs> but the fact that she's nominated for these, for this many awards in 2020 is just like Amazing. crazy. Because... She came out of fucking nowhere. Like I remember, like Truth Hurts was old as hell. Right, it really was. Shit. It was on that movie on Netflix. It was um someone great. I think she was. It was that's where I heard it. And then all of a sudden, right after I seen that movie, it's kind of like she blew up everywhere. But that song had been out, I think, for a few years before yeah, before it popped up exactly. and blew up. Before and it really blew now up. Now I'm I'm tired of hearing it. Like, stop <laughs> it. like the truth hurts. We know. Yo, but you Why can't tell me she don't be today? fucking it up when she be up there dancing, twerking, and blowing on that damn flute. Oh, you be a- yes, give it to me. She a motherfucking performer for yes, sure. God. And you know why me and great till they gotta be great. Why y'all hoes great until y'all oh, gotta be great? Right. Shit, that's what so I want. Preach. Know. Tell them. Tell them. So shit, what we got next, Jen? We got Joe Biden in this thing. So he is saying that he would donate, he would invest, not donate, excuse me. He would invest $70 billion. I'm going to say it again, $70 billion into HBCUs and into minority-serving institutions. So he says, and I quote, from his Twitter, historically black colleges and universities have always been the heartbeat of our country fight, uh, country's fight for justice. He tweeted, adding, when HBCUs rise, we all rise. Now, I think that's great. But from not coming from an HBCU university, I mean, I low-key came from an HBCU uh, high school. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so I'll accept it because I'm a minority. You feel me? But I mean, that's a great thing. And then too, on top of that, it's like not that just alone. It says that basically um, him and Bernie Sanders have basically taken on the minority vote, especially from African-Americans. 
and the age is going from 35 and under. And then um, it says Bernie Sanders has the like 35 and older. So that's a really good thing that, you know, we have some kind of candidate that is for the minorities of America and not just Hispanics. I mean, because I mean, not just like black people, because HBCUs is for everybody. I mean, let alone just black people. But I mean, it's amazing. I, mean, I feel you on that, but I'm just trying to I'm trying to figure out how much of this is bullshit. Right, that's true. Vote. You know what I'm saying? Because we all know niggas don't take their ass to the polls because obviously, you know, a, a lot, lot of people. times they don't have. You know, they make it harder and harder every election. Yeah, because if vote. you have a felony, and you can't vote, and that's exactly. kind of messed up. How many but what if they turn like their life around? Like in fucking Texas, you can catch a, a damn felony for an empty um. THC or yeah. cartridge. That hole can be empty. You will still catch a state jail felony for that that's shit. That's crazy. You're still a you know right. what I'm saying? And that's messed and up. And just because of that, you can't fucking vote. Right. And if people turn their lives around, it's like, man, you just stripping my right to vote because I had a messed up past or something like that. Like, that's crazy. I mean, and we're supposed to have came a long way for everybody to be equal and everybody to vote. Like, I mean, but this is the real, though. Regardless of that, niggas ain't taking their asses to the polls. They're not. They're not because not their the main, everybody says their main reason to not go to the votes is because. They feel like their voice not gonna be heard, but your voice won't be heard if you don't go vote. That's exactly why we got the orange man in office. So that's why we got forty five fat ass in office because about to get our ass blown up and give us a World War Three and shit. That's what everybody think, but they said they don't think it's that serious. I don't really keep up with politics because the shit's messy. Yeah, me either. I really don't keep, but but like I said, like I I don't know if this is um because this is this is. Giving me flashbacks to fucking um, Hillary Clinton ass on fucking um, Breakfast Club when she was running for president. Oh, yeah. Talking about she got hot sauce in her bag and shit. <laughs> Bitch, get your ass <laughs> on somewhere. Trying to be ethnic and shit. Like, shut up. <laughs> everybody carry, to, not everybody, because I, I don't carry a bag around, you know. Barely. But I don't shit, carry hot sauce in it. I mean, when I was serving at this uh, fine dining restaurant, you'd be surprised how many. <laughs> <laughs> rich ass old white women will walk up in there and pull this little bitty ass bottle of Tabasco out the bag or they'll be like do y'all have Cholula right right but shit anyway next topic fucking um on and on the fucking uh Houston Astros. Oh God! <laughs> General Manager Jeff Lano My and goodness. Manager AJ Hinch can you be? were first suspended, then fired for sign stealing during 2017. When and they for won the all World you Series. baseball people who don't know what that means, they wasn't out stealing stop signs and shit. Because that's they what was... I thought. I thought they. <laughs> I thought they was pulling some high school shit and went and stole like the, no. the other team mascot or like that. Sign stealing in baseball. They were using cameras and video recording to record the pit the, the the catcher. So the catcher normally throws a sign, just like a football player has that little thing on his arm that has the plays in it. Baseball basically has a similar thing, which their catcher um, had they throw the signs? That's when you see the the pitcher shaking his head, yes or no. Like, yes, this is the pitch I'm gonna throw. I'm like, why didn't y'all just go back to old videos of the the games and just watch their pitches that way versus trying to steal their pitches? Like that was just the most. And I don't have a job because let me tell y'all, I got a story time about when I got fired from a job. We'll talk about that another day. But they always watching <laughs> people. They be watching, and they, you don't know that they watching. There's always a candy camera there to get you, period, Pooh, because I got caught on camera stealing boxes. 
Just kidding, it wasn't boxes. <laughs> I mean, but even when I was reading up on this shit, I was just kind of like, um, the fucking owner, I forgot his name, but like, AJ I was something. like, I was like, his ass left out of this shit untouched, but not necessarily. Shit. Um, even though he was found to not have anything to do with it, he, well, let me backtrack. The man, the general manager and the manager, they didn't start it. You know, they didn't start it, right. but they didn't do anything to stop to it. To stop it either, so, right. They pretty much were the scapegoats for that shit. Basically like the, anything to win, honey, because that's at the time when they were um when they won the World Series. So that yeah. could basically potentially mess up anything else. But well, then too apparently the their World Series title yeah. is gonna be untouched and untainted. And I was thinking the owner completely got off, but not necessarily. Nope. The motherfucking Astros were fined for five million dollars, and that is right. a record-breaking fine in the MLB. And they got and they got cut from uh, from first-round picks in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty-one. So that means they finna get the Nigga, bottom of the totem pole. First and second. Oh, first and second. <laughs> That's I mean, first is bad, but second is even worse. Like y'all finna get the bottom of the totem pole. So y'all better <laughs> y'all better uh, stay on your games. But shit, you know, on to our topic of the week. This week, we want to uh, discuss adulting and friendships. And I just want to start this conversation off by saying, I'm motherfucking tired. I'm what motherfucking you tired, tired of, man? What you motherfucking tired of? Shit, fucking adulting. Like, oh, I miss man. the damn days when I was getting college refunds and sitting on my ass in my damn apartment and spending my money on unnecessary shit. Oh, man. Like, <laughs> I really miss those days. <laughs> shit. Now you know, like this damn adulting life is crazy. Like we we have to have careers and we right, gotta God. get our ass up every damn day and go to work. And, and and you know, speaking of that shit, like when I got laid off last year, you know, from my previous job in May. You know, after that, I was fucking like serving. You know, at this uh, fine dining restaurant until now, when I started my current job on Monday. And it's funny because I had just had like a little mini breakdown last week because I haven't heard anything from them yet. And I was just like, man, they're not going to hire me. Like, they ain't fucking with me. They're not feeling me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like on the phone with my mama and I'm just like on the verge of just like, man, I just I just want God to like end it now. Like, you know, yeah, like I feel take you. me home already. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just I'm so ready to like stop stressing and stuff like that. And you know, it's funny that you say that. And like my mom was just like, you know, you got to. You got to chill out and like not think like that because you got a whole family. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, that'd definitely. be selfish of you to like take it. And, you know, with that said, like, I've I've never had, you know, suicidal thoughts or anything like that. It was right. just kind of a thing where I was just kind of like, you know, I'm so tired of like being overwhelmed and, and worrying and stuff right. like that because definitely. that shit was so damn stressful. Like, going from the salary I was making mm-hmm. to fucking serving and like constantly just like looking for jobs and looking for jobs and looking for jobs. Like that was what uh May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January. Yep. Nine months. Nine months. I was basically underemployed for nine months. I went from making this big ass salary I was making to fucking serving. And then the funny thing is I started off serving at fucking BJ's and mm. I ended up walking out of that damn job because <laughs> one of the managers had me fucked up one night. But then, you know, I, I immediately you. got this other job at this place that shall not be named. And that was a fail as well because you know we thought that it was going to get all this hype and all these people were going to be there and we were going to be making a lot of money but it just didn't happen that way like it slowly started progressing but i was just kind of like i'm so over this serving shit like what the fuck am i doing like i'm supposed to be in a you know this this whole time i'm looking for jobs i'm looking for jobs i'm going on several interviews i've gotten several offers that have been rescinded 
because of budget cuts or right. because right. the company would go through a layoff season or just whatever. You know, like one company even told me that they're going to rescind the offer because they decided to go with someone else because I guess what I wanted to be paid was a bit too much for them. And I was like, well, fuck y'all. You know, if y'all not right. paying me when I, I mean, work, then there's no point of working for y'all anyway. But this opportunity that I'm in now, like it literally just fell in my damn lap. Like yeah. I interviewed with this company like way back in August and they hit me up like probably three weeks ago and was just like, uh, you know, are you still, you know, are you still looking for, you know, a new position or whatever? And I said, yeah, you know, like, Right, What's definitely. He was just like, you know, we um got somebody that wants to interview with you like ASAP. So, you know, I went in there, took my ass downtown to this big ass oil, gas and energy company and pretty much interviewed with them. And the next day they sent me a damn offer letter. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, that's amazing. And it was way beyond what I was asking for. So I was like, damn, they must really like me. But, you know, of course, you got to go through the background check, and the drug right. test and, you know, all that shit like that. And. You know, by the grace of God, like I'm in there. But you That's know, I, I I mentioned the story to say that like adulting is fucking hard. It is very much like, so hard. I feel like the older I get, the more challenges and fucking that life you face. present themselves. Sure, you know what I'm saying? I feel sure. like once I had, I feel like if I didn't have kids, if I didn't have two babies, right? Like it wouldn't have been as hard as it was because I could have budgeted, or I could have. You know, stress funds to accommodate for like you and one child. Accommodate for like me and a wifey because my wifey, she still got her good ass job. She was still making a lot of money, but you know, that kind of killed my pride as a man. Just, you know, I'm serving and my wife is pretty much like, she's pretty much supporting the household. But the thing I applaud you on is that you actually kept fighting to find something different. You know, sometimes certain, in certain aspects, not just men, women too, sometimes they just give up. And they just be like, they don't want to do it. Just like, yeah. you know, you were saying that you wanted it to be over. But it's so funny that you said that because I just recently, y'all check out my YouTube channel. But anyways, I just put a video up talking about stepping out on faith. All right with the plug. Because I'm like, <laughs> stepping out on faith. I'm like, I had a breakdown at work. Like, I literally was so angry. Like I, like, I work from home, so I broke the table that I work from. Like, I shattered it because I was that pissed off. Because I'm like, I'm not happy. Did you karate chop that bitch? No, like I picked it up and I like kind of blacked out a little bit and I was just slamming it on the floor. I broke the mouse and everything. I was sitting at work just crying because I was just like, I'm not happy here. This is not my purpose. This is not what I want to do with my life. I'm like, I got a whole college degree and I'm sitting here getting graded on fucking phone calls because I sound like I'm not interested in the conversation. If you know me in real life, if, if anybody knows me in real life, I'm very nonchalant and I have a very monotone voice, but I was talking about stepping out on faith because I'm like, damn, do I really just want to quit this job right now? Just find something new because I'm trying to go back to school, but it's a process and it's like going back to school is not easy as people make it seem when you got to take a test to get back into school. So it's just like when you work a job that you're not happy. And you, like you, you gotta take the GRE and shit. Yeah, like, I, ain't to, I ain't trying to go there. Yeah, uh, and it's like when you work in a job that you're not happy. It's like, man, you just living a stressful life, like day by day. So it's like when I be off work, I just be like off work. Like, don't call me, don't text me, don't look for me to come in, don't look for me to be trying to answer no phones because I don't. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. Shit, and now that you mentioned that, like, you know, part of my little mini breakdown I had last week, I actually had one at work. It wasn't like a breakdown. I just kind of blacked out, like, um. You know, I was just kind of over trying to please snobby-ass people 
for the sake of them paying me for my service, pretty much. Like, people being rude as fuck to me and being racist as shit, and I'm sitting there taking it and still smiling in their face, trying to right. make their experience Better. pleasant or whatever, just so they can probably tip me. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, who knows that's, if that's they right, would or not. True. You know what I'm saying? So one night, I was just like, one night, everybody was pissing me off. Like, all of my tables were pissing me off. Some of my coworkers were pissing me off and shit like that. So I kind of like just kind of blacked out and like knocked over a whole damn rack of glasses. And oh, shit. <laughs> it was just like, man, you know, like, fuck this shit. You know right. what I'm saying? It is, it's, I'm glad like only a few people saw that because I completely <laughs> got out of character like a motherfucker. But that was, it was at that moment I knew I was just like, man, some got to shake like real fucking You just made me think of that meme. At that moment, they knew <laughs> they fucked up. <laughs> at that moment, I was like, some got to shake real fucking fast, man. And it's just, you know, I, I almost you. walked out that day and just stepped out on faith. But like, yeah. that shit was already a struggle. So I was like, well, the little bit of change I'm making now right. is, a little bit, is a little bit of importance. You know, right. it has a little bit of importance. So I can't like just stop making that change. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I have to be secure somewhere else before I even just dip out wherever, do that. you know, from where And you then at. these motherfuckers, let me fucking tell you, dog, when, um, when I knew I was starting this job on Monday, I, um, you know, like I didn't know for sure if I was going to be starting on Monday because they kept pushing back the start, the start date. date right. And so I went and told, you know, my manager, you know, I was like, you know, I just found this out last minute that I'm going to be starting. This was on Sunday. I told him, right. that. I was like that I'm going to be uh, starting tomorrow or whatever. And, um, you know, like I can't work on this day and I need to change my availability because I was at least going to put in the two weeks right. and kind of like try to work part a few days a week part time for that two weeks or at least give up my shifts or some shit like that right. to kind of like leave make a compromise. A yeah, basically. So I was, pretty, I was pretty much trying to compromise with him and this motherfucker basically tried to guilt trip me and was like, well, what about doing your interview when you said that you were sick of the office life and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I am sick of the office life, but that's what's fucking paying me. Like, that's what's going to pay me what I want. You know but what I'm saying? But who wants to be a server, like, the rest of their life? Like, you know, some people do. Some people actually really, really yeah, like it. And you that's, know? You know, I'm not going to knock nobody for, you know, for the doing life what they, they got to do. Right. Yeah, for the life and, they choose. And, and that's what, what I was do. saying about working for a call center. Because I worked for a call center, and I was like, somebody like it, but my ass don't like it. So I get it. It's, some, it's, it's a job that's... It, Every job in this world, there's a job that's meant for somebody. Whether yeah, exactly. you like it or not, somebody else may like that job. And it's just like, yes, as much as you can have a coworker and you can talk shit about the job to your coworker, they may love it. Yeah, exactly. They may and, love that you job. Know, I have like, two coworkers that I would look at and be like, oh, you made for this shit. Right. I'm, not, I'm definitely not. I'm so fucking nonchalant and unbothered a lot of times. And like, I just really don't give a damn sometimes. Like, I'll, you pop off at me, I'll pop off right back at you at a, right. at a, at a table. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. It, it's, re, it's really no damn thing. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, at the same time, these same people that, like, you know, love to do that, they make a lot of money because they're good at it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, I was making a lot of money because I was good at it, but it, it just wasn't, you know, what I wanted, wanted you know to do. Saying? Exactly. So this, back to my fucking old manager like he tried to get through me into staying and stuff like that and then he pretty much didn't want to work with me with my new availability he was trying to get me to like come in at four o'clock uh two days you know two weekdays out of the week and stuff like that and wanted me to still work doubles on sundays and shit like that like, I was just dude, kinda, I like first a of all job in a family you got me fucked i was up, like first, first of all i work i'm gonna be working downtown and 
I'm not going to make it here by 4 o'clock. So right. I tried to get him, because, you know, we have two end times for the PM shifts. It's 4 o'clock. You either come in at 4 o'clock or you come in at 5.30. So I tried to get him to, like, you know, compromise. I tried to compromise with him and be like, you know, I would come in at, like, 5.30 or some shit like that. And he was just like, we have too many people coming in at 5.30 and blah, blah, blah. And he was talking about how the GM was um, the general manager was just talking about how there aren't enough people coming in at 4 o'clock. And the people that are coming in at 5.30 are coming in at 5.30 because they can't come in at 4. And I was like, well, I can't come in at 4. Right. Like, like that's not Where my the fuck problem, does that leave me? I was like, you know what? Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> so, and it was do? funny because right before we had this conversation... I was I worked doubles. I had worked doubles on Sundays, so I was at my AM shift, and I had give I had gave up my shift that night. Like somebody else had yeah, picked up my shift that night. Yeah, somebody else to pick it up. Yeah. And um, I guess somebody called because they had called in because they were having car troubles or some shit like that. And so he um was just like, you know, like, can you do me a solid and like, you know, stay for a little bit. You'll be first cut. I'll give you a good section. You'll make a lot of money. Blah 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 blah. I was like, cool, I'll stay as long as I really am first cut. Because, you know, they'll tell you that shit in a minute. And then they'll be then like, making you, you stay. They'll have you being, they'll have you closing or some shit like that. But, um, you know, after that conversation, after I told them, you know, about my change of availability and stuff like that, I was just like, man, fuck this. So, like, after my AM shift, I used my discount one little last time and... I fucking left. You just walked out. I went to my parents' house and, and smoked hookah and shit and talked shit. Right, much right. Because it's not night. like it's nothing that they can do about that shit. What he's gonna do? Call yeah, you exactly. be like, ah, right, you need to come back, a bitch, a fucking you. <laughs> Which is crazy because I was just like I was really trying to work with them because I had found people to pick up. Yeah, mostly your all shit. of my damn shifts. You know what I'm saying? And like, um, I was just staying. I was just gonna stay to be nice. You know what I'm saying? But um, I didn't get somebody to pick up my shift that was tonight. So I'm assuming that they already decide that they, they already figured Knew out that, that I'm not, not coming, coming. Back Yeah, because they didn't call me a note, none like that. So I'm just I mean, like, you already had a conversation with him and they wasn't trying to compromise. So shit, if they short, that's on them. Shit. He bitch, better, he better no get regrets. out there and go bust some tables and shit while he's playing. Bitch, no regrets at all. Shit. Like, and you know, back to the adulting part of the conversation, like it, you could tell that that job was like really taking a toll on me because I started missing like all these events with my family and shit like that. And I was literally going out with my coworkers like every damn night until like one one night my wife was like, you sure been going out a lot. And I was like, man, you sure, right? Because I don't really fucking go out like that. Like right. I mainly just hang with my little circle of friends time to time on the weekends and shit like that. And we all got time because most of us got kids. Right. And some It'd of us busy. are married and shit. So... Book you know, it was just like a, it was just a, a, a bunch of shit just leading up, you know, to that little breakdown last week. And like I said earlier, you know, adulting, just that shit gets hard, man. You know, like each each year as you get older, you face even more challenges. And I think we all agree that 2019 Definitely. was a trash ass year. That was very. And when I tell you my me. 2019 was trash, the only thing that kept me happy was my family. Yep. It sure wasn't work because before I even got laid off from my previous, you know, career job, I wasn't even happy there. Yeah. Like I was bored. I felt unchallenged. Like I felt like there wasn't any, never anything for me to do. And so ultimately, I ended up getting laid off because there was no work for me, for to, me do. to do. Yeah. 
So you was just kind of going to work, going through the motions, getting paid to really just do nothing. And yeah. I mean, granted, that's what a lot of people like dream to do is like go to work and really just not do nothing. But it's like ultimately, like when you really like, especially when you college educated and you trying to put forth your degree, like you went and paid all that money for that degree. Hell yeah, bitch. Where is the work? Give me something to do, nigga. I need to make my money back so I can make sure that I'm actually happy with what I chose. Yeah. Like, fuck all that shit. I'd rather go to work and not do nothing, but that shit is pointless when you got a whole college degree and you're working within that field, but you're not happy because you're not doing anything. Like, exactly. who the fuck it's wants shit. to do that? Like, that's just like saying, I just wasted a whole bunch of money because I went to Chick-fil-A and bought me a whole meal. I got home and dropped all my shit on the ground. How that's gonna make you feel? Oh, so you broke the Chick Fil A with the table? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I was. Like, <laughs> I'm just giving a little, like a little bullshit scenario. <laughs> so stupid. No. But see, you know that is that's just it's you know like a lot of my life I've always strived to be like a perfectionist. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that a lot of people in my life tell me that's what's wrong with me because when things don't go as planned for me, like it literally throws me off. And like, it kind of like freaks you out. A and it fucks bit. with me. You know what I'm saying? And like, I take it really, really hard when, because you know, like, you know, not to humble brag or anything, but like, I feel like I've set my life up to where things have always gone as planned. Like if I set a goal, I've always accomplished it. You know, I've always, gotten you know what i wanted because i felt like i worked hard for it but then right. when i when it got to a point and i felt like i was working even harder than i previously was but things just weren't working, working out, out for me like it just really fucked me up and it just made me think you know like what what is a plan like is a plan even real right. you know what i'm saying exactly because you can make a plan you but can make you can plan your life as much as you plan. want but shit fucking happens like it does definitely you know things come up and like, I had a plan all 2019. When I tell y'all that plan went to shit because my mom was sick literally from December 2018 up until, like, still in and out of the hospital, my whole 2019 was just complete shit. And it wasn't shit in a bad way of saying, like, oh, my gosh, things aren't going my way. It was just my mom was sick. So it's like family, like you have to take care of that. Like, I mean, unless you don't have like a good relationship in that type of aspect, my 2019 was hospital stays the entire year, basically. So, I mean, my plan of like trying to study for the GRE and then trying to like actually go and take my test, it was like, I can't do it because I can't focus on that. And when you can't focus on something that you want to do, it's not gonna work. So it's like that, man, it was yeah. terrible. And like for me, like when I got laid off and I was just kind of like, you know, this job shit don't seem like it's gonna happen. Like I started coming up with all kind of different plans in my head. I was just kind of like, like it, it fucked with my whole life because I was back at school for engineering and shit, I got laid off from my job so I could no longer afford to, to go to school, to go to classes. You know what I'm saying? Like we had to Adapt. utilize every damn dollar that we had, you know, for something in our lives. Cause you know, we had to eat. We gotta take care of the kids. We gotta keep the lights on. We gotta keep a roof over our head. We gotta we both have cars, so we gotta keep our cars. You know right. what I'm saying? You just really had to do it. Don't even fucking get me started on this damn student loan debt. Oh shit, no. Oh, my no I'm not gonna God. start on that either. Good God. Yeah. You're gonna leave that I'm where not. it's at. <laughs> Fuck that. Leave that shit right where it's at. All the way. Period. But um, you know, like when it when it comes to planning your life. We are here to fucking tell you that, like... Ain't no such thing as no real fucking plan. 
you can set no goals. Key. You know, referring back to last episode with the New Year's resolutions thing, you can set goals for yourself. But when you set those goals, you have to you have to keep in mind that anything can come along to obscure your path. Yep, pretty for much. Sure. You know, you might lose a loved one. You know, you may almost be ended. You know what I'm saying? Or you, like you may get laid off. Financial from your emergencies job. happen. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Because if we fucking being honest, a lot of shit requires money. Yeah, like. Life requires money. And, you know, that's the funny thing about that. You know, that, you know, life requires money. But the fucked up thing about it is, is that public education doesn't teach you what life really is about. And that's why a lot of us end up in so much debt, whether it's college debt or just debt in general of real life. Because people don't know how to manage their money. They don't know how to take care of themselves in the real world. You don't get taught that in, 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 in like public education and in high school and in middle school and stuff like that. They teach you how to do X plus B equals C squared plus five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And you'd be like, what the fuck is this? And this is not gonna help me buy a house, buy a refrigerator, buy a car, get me out of debt from college. Like this shit is fucked up. Like we yeah. are set up for and failure. You know, along with that shit, you know, you we go to college fresh at 18. And don't know that, shit. Like, you know, we go to school trying to trying to major in something that we love. You know what I'm saying? Like I originally started at fucking Texas State um as a pre-med student. You know what I'm saying? I changed oh, my major like three times because I started as a pre-med student and I, I realized after the first semester that that, that, that wasn't... Because, <laughs> you know, my mom was in the medical field. Right. So it was just kind of like, I, I felt like I was destined for that shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, it just didn't work out for me the right. way that it worked out for us. So, you know, then I changed my, um, you know, major to mass communications and that just kind of bored me a little bit. And I've always had a love for the earth, the environment, and geography. Right. But I was always scared to major in geography because people would, would always criticize be like, you about yeah. People what would always criticize like, what are you gonna do with the geography degree? Like, you need to be trying to go to school for like engineering or something like that, and blah blah blah. But I'm here to tell y'all, motherfuckers, my geography degree got me a lot of fucking places. It had a lot to do with who I who I knew and who you met, like it who I met and who I knew because I've made sure to like maintain steady internships throughout school and i maintained like networking and trying to get to know people so you know a lot of but a lot of the jobs i got have been because of people i knew but these people i knew wouldn't have advocated for me the way that they did if they didn't think that i didn't know my shit you know right. what i'm saying and i wasn't even like i remember uh, going to one of my uh friends lacy's graduation party and her um her aunts well her uncle in law do you call it the uncle in law I don't even fucking I don't know, know what you but her him. her wife's her her uncle <laughs> her aunt's <laughs> husband was talking to me about it and he was a geography major and he was like man like I work offshore you know like I'm in the oil and gas industry or whatever and blah 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 and he was telling me like what he did and stuff and he was like man you don't know, like geography don't mean that you're just automatically going to be a teacher like you can right there's plenty of shit you can do with a geography degree if you like play your cards right you know what i'm saying right. so at that moment that kind of opened my eyes and i was just like all and right like switch for I'm you. Just, yeah it was like a light switch i was like okay i'm gonna get on this path and i'm gonna do that shit with confidence and i'm gonna meet everybody i can and learn as much as i can and you know it's been working out for me besides the point where i got laid off because right. when i actually got laid off from my job like 
it wasn't it wasn't even my fault. It was because of lack of work in the position, but I still felt guilty as if it was my fault. Right. And I started like trying to make these other plans with my life. Like I applied for a teacher certification program. You know what I'm saying? Like I was thinking, like maybe I should go into teaching because I'll always have a job teaching and shit like that. Nah, you know what I'm not saying? necessarily but as then, much as they be laying off people at the end of the year. The for thing some with of the that districts. is, like we just said a few minutes ago, life costs money. Yeah. You can't become a certified teacher unless you pay to take the fucking test. And that shit be like a hundred, two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars. That shit is expensive exactly, as hell. Dog. So like you gotta pay you gotta spend money to make money. That plan was fucking shot before yeah. it even got started. I never <laughs> even the thought of me being a teacher never even came across my mind. I have had plenty of people teachers and just other people in my life be like why don't you become a pe teacher no i don't like fucking kids i like kids if i know them if you're my friend and you got kids okay but other than that no i'm not gonna be dealing with a school full of kids because i know when we was kids kids was bad and nowadays the way that the the world has evolved between the time that we went to like elementary, middle school and high school. Shit has changed now. And the way that they move, the way that this generation moves is completely different than how we moved. And I don't, yeah. I'm not going to deal with that because yeah. kids nowadays are fucking psycho. That's the thing. Like, I don't, I was like that, you know, me not being able to, to take the test or, I mean, actually I could have afforded to take the test, but you know, at that stage in my life, I was just kind of like, this money can, can go to can something serve a else. Purpose. You know what I'm saying? Because it was like, who's to but say that a, you was going to pass the test when you initially took it the first time exactly. anyway? And it was a blessing in disguise because I, I don't like kids. Like, I cannot stand kids. The only kid, I only love my kids, the kids in my family, and the kids of my close, and my close friends' kids. Because I'm Uncle Travel. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but other than that, other no. than that, like, dealing with other people's kids all damn day, which, <laughs> fuck. That, that shit. shit right fuck that it's shit it's bad man. enough that I work customer service and you have to work in a retail store and people come in there with their kids and they be tearing the store up and shit just think about being a fucking teacher and the kids running fucking wild all day and acting out no I'm not no damn babysitter that's basically what being a teacher is especially a PE teacher uh uh-uh, uh yeah. I ain't got time for it Hell yeah. Speaking of babysitting, you motherfuckers that like to go out with y'all friends and get pissy fucking drunk and just be passed the fuck out <laughs> and limp and heavy and shit, got all your damn weight on the ground. We don't want to deal with that shit, bro. Like, <laughs> calm y'all asses down. I understand you want to go out and get, like, drunk, you know what I'm saying? But some of us are able to get drunk and go on about our business. Some of y'all, no, on the other business. hand... Y'all want to y'all want to down a whole damn bottle of Hennessy by yourself because the kids be the stressing head. you out and shit. Because something <laughs> y'all ain't be damn kids stressing you. Motherfuckers be stressed over the dumbest shit. Be pressed. Be pressed over the the dumbest shit, dog. And like a lot of people that shit like social media and stuff like stress them out. Them. And I admit that like sometimes I have got I have to take a break from social media sometimes because when I get to a point where I'm just where everything people are doing on social media starts to annoy me and it starts to like affect my mood in real life. I'm not dealing with it. I yeah. always eliminate myself. The The first place I eliminate myself is Facebook because fuck that. I get on Instagram because it's not as invasive as what you call it. And where it's at really is Twitter. Have y'all been back on Twitter lately? If you got off, get back on because Twitter is popping. <laughs> you find all the good shit on Twitter. Twitter is good. Facebook is not. Sorry. Bye, Facebook. You know, I like Facebook for the sense of, of, of interacting with with family and shit like that, but it'd be some dumbass shit. Yeah, on the, for on sure. On Facebook, like I can't stand those fucking posts where people be like, um, 
only black people do this, so only black people do that. And I'll be like, <laughs> nope. Black people aren't the only people that fucking do that shit. Right. Like, what are y'all talking about? Like, I've been seeing the dumbest shit on off. there. It pisses me off, man. And you got people who... <laughs> oh, God. What you got? What you got? People who post pictures crying, talking about they don't want to be bothered. And now, like, I ain't you post know, no picture. You know damn <laughs> well if your ass posts a picture crying, somebody gonna somebody knows the ass gonna come in. Oh, babe, what's wrong? What's wrong, babe? You need somebody to talk to? And they know damn well they don't want to fucking talk to your ass. They right. just trying to they just trying to figure out what's going on with you because they probably watching you and they just want to know. And they be messy. They, they gonna be like, wanna, girl, did you see what she posted? They want a sense of satisfaction that your life at the moment is 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 looking or feeling worse than theirs. And in shambles, basically, miserable yeah. ass bitches. I don't I don't like that. Like now, yes, like last year I was in that rough place with my mom being in and out of the hospital. Now I remember last year I did post, but I didn't post no picture. I just was like, I just don't want to be bothered. You posted that, Jennifer? Wow. I did. Because I, I just really didn't want to be bothered, but I, I was like was going through it. I don't know. I wasn't thinking. That's why I said I get off of Facebook. I took an Lord. entire year of hiatus off Lord, of Facebook. Jen, you became one of them. I did. Oh, just at that moment. I was vulnerable at that one moment. I just wanted to let motherfuckers know, don't bother me. But never mind. I'm not going to even say that because some people probably don't know that. No, it's crazy. Like, I, I actually got a bit vulnerable on Facebook last week when I was, uh, you know, having my little mini breakdown or whatever, and I was just posting shit. But the thing about that is, like, I did that to get some traction because this podcast was about to come yeah, out. Yeah, so <laughs> I needed people gang, to be paying gang. attention to my gang, page gang. for when I started marketing this shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, the feelings were real. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's just I usually wouldn't post stuff like, like that, that on, on, on social media. Yeah, you know me what I'm either. Saying? I'm not a per- like a person to post and stuff like that. So like, I try not to because it's like for what? Half the time, like the people that's on your Facebook friends list, mind you, I have about a thousand friends on Facebook, and that's just of people I immediately know between middle school, high school, and then some family members. But half of the people on there, I don't know. And then on top of that, nobody pays attention to my page anyway. So I'm like, I got all these friends, but nobody ever likes or comments on a lot of my stuff. Not nobody, but a lot of people don't. So it doesn't get traction anyway. So what's the fucking point in me posting it? That shit not going to make me fucking feel better. Why not I just pick up the phone and call somebody that I actually know and I talk to and express how I'm feeling or write in my own like journal or diary or whatever you want to call it if I have one, which, you know, like... I don't know. I just don't feel like I don't like when people post their personal business and they air out their personal business, especially like baby mama, baby daddy drama. Yes. That'd be like, well, bitch, why you posted in the first place? Yeah. But shit, we going to scurry off that. You know, do you feel that as we like grow older, you start like fucking with people that you never would have thought would have thought that you were like ever like fuck with oh that's for sure yeah and then some of it you be sitting there saying well why did i fuck with you definitely it's so many people that back in the day like in high school and shit i'd be like bitch i would never never but then since we just had our class reunion and shit you know uh this past what what was it august september i mean may september my bad september September. (laughs) 
you know, we got to reconnect with our classmates and shit. And I was just like, y'all niggas really, y'all niggas cold in a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Some of them but became I, cool because they were the popular kids in high school and shit that we didn't really fuck with when we was in school. But then they really seen, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. when they see who you really are, especially as we get older, that's what I don't like is that, you know, when you get older and you start to mature and stuff and then you move different. I've been the same person since I've been around. But motherfuckers don't know that because they're quick to judge me before they get to know me. And that's what I don't like. So when people like that from my class or you and stuff like that, that try to like reach out and stuff, I'm low-key oh, not here for it all the shit? time. No, nah, not like, sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Lord. Come on, body. Come on. <laughs> and I'm just like, get like, I don't like that because it's like, don't like try to come and reach out now because then even still when they do reach out half the time, they be inconsistent. So it'd be like, what the fuck do you want anyway? So half the time I'd be being dry with people because they fake from the beginning. They don't want shit. Like, I don't care for that shit. Oh, they want something, all right. Right. But they, they ain't finna something. get that kitty cat from me. That's basically oh, what they want. Lord, That's basically kitty. what oh, it is. Jesus Lord. Oh. That's basically what it oh, be. Oh, gosh. You can leave it where it's at because I'm not giving it to you. What's the song? What's, what's Beyonce's song? Uh, oh, this. God. <laughs> <laughs> what is? I don't even remember how it goes, but. <laughs> then let's go, little kitty cat. <laughs> That's what it sound like. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. That's what it be, though. Most of the time, niggas don't be wanting shit. But, I mean, it's, that, that's what it is. Nope. I feel like over the years, like, I've matured a lot. And I've started getting real, like, picky with who I surround myself with. And like I remember, to. I remember when I first got to college, like, my ass was trying to know everybody. My, I was so focused on being, like, popular and shit like that. And, you know, I was definitely achieving that. But, like... As time went on in school, like, I realized that, like, the majority of people that I, like, started befriending and becoming friends with and, and hanging with and shit like that, like, they, we didn't mesh. You know what I'm saying? It was almost right. like a fake-ass friendship. It was just kind of like we were forcing each other. To, to be friends. Yeah. We were kind of forcing ourselves to be around each other and stuff like that. And it was just kind of like, you know, when one of us needed each other, right. we didn't come through. Or, like, you know, just simple shit like that. And... Now that I'm older, I can definitely say that the friends that I act, that I have felt that that good connection and that good vibe with throughout college, we are still friends to this day. Right. You know what I'm saying? For and sure. even some of those people from high school, we still friends to this day. Right. Me and Jen been friends since freshman year. Since freshman year of high school, shit, that's been what 14, 15 years. A long ass time. That's been a long ass time, and. We still kicking it. Nigga, you remember fucking when Hurricane Ike happened and we, uh, oh and man, we used to fucking, um, we used walk to ride around, around dumb mm-hmm. shit and we fucking made up this strip club, this imaginary strip yeah. club called the Bakery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, that's what chocolate drop. Who is that? G was what? Rice Krispie treats. I Hell forgot yeah. what my name that fucking was. Brittany was a uh, brownie bitch. Brownie bitch. Your yeah. ass is caramel delight. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, you know, and all these people that were the majority of people that we described in this scenario, we are actually all still friends to this day as well. And as we grow older, you start to see people for who they really are. You know know who is going to be there for you. You know who's going to come around when you need them. And you also know who is looking for you to fail. Right. Definitely that. So... 
y'all annoy the shit out of me when y'all be talk are constantly talking about cutting people off. But that's basically what we do in all our lives. You know, it's cutting we, people off. we meet people, we meet several people every year. You know what I'm saying? We yep. meet new people every year and we could either choose to be friend with them and develop a relationship with them or just not speak to that person again. And, you know, sometimes we make the wrong choices when we decide who we actually want to develop a friendship or a relationship with. You know what I'm saying? And then we just kind of like cut them off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's straight, straight like that. And then I feel like, you know, you have your friends that you meet like in, in grade school and stuff. And some of them you may meet and they may be your friends for the longest time and then they fall off. And sometimes, you know, when those people <clears> fall <throat> off and you was really tight with them, life be happening for a lot of people because it'd be like I'll end up reconnecting with people and then I'd be like after getting to talking to them I'd be like whoa like I had no idea that you know you was going through all of that and then it's like when I got to college is when I feel like I met some of the people that are like my friends into this day but in college honestly I have like maybe out of the people that I really still kick it with is like two people which is my best friend y'all let me tell you about my best friend from college my best friend is white, so don't judge, but she's a real motherfucker. No judgment zone. So I met her in my dorm, like right before I got ready to graduate. I met her in 2012, 2013, like right before I graduated. Mind you, she is um, two years younger than me, but as we were talking, I found out we had the exact same birthday. When I found that out, I said, bitch, you my best friend, and she thought I was playing. And to this day, we are still best friends. I was like, I wasn't playing with her. I forced my friendship upon her. But when I tell you, <laughs> no, but it was so funny though, because when I tell you she's one of the most authentic people that I have ever met in my fucking life, like me and her, like you would never think that two people of like the same stature would actually get along. And we get along so well. We mesh very well. It's every time we get together, it's like we never separated. And I love that because then she's one of the people that, you know, I can reach out to her. Like if I really need to Granted, you know, now she's a new mom and, you know, expecting another child and she's in school and stuff. But my best friend is like, she's low key. My motivation to like actually getting back into school and wanting to like get my shit together because it's just like, oh, that's what's up. Because if you're not hanging with people that inspire you or that motivate you or that encourage you they don't need to fucking be in your life at all period like i can honestly say me and all of my friends they have been probably in the past month or two they have been at least once or twice where one of us were there for each other or had to encourage each other and stuff like that you know like if you if you got people that's that, that are around you just to be around you and that are just there why the fuck are they there? Right. You period. know, like I don't need you in my life just to be there. And then with that, with that shit said, you know, you talking about your best friend from college and stuff, like motherfuckers change, you know what I'm saying? Because it's Definitely. some people I met in college that I just knew I was gonna be lifelong friends with. But you know, they do shit like they meet new people or they join a sorority or fraternity mm -hmm. and they just completely flip flip the script. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And don't people people who <laughs> People who act differently or people who switch up how they act depending on who they're around, you don't want them motherfuckers in your life either because them them the motherfuckers that's gonna leave you high and dry. Yeah, as soon yeah. as as soon as one of their other friends that they like the image of more right. would say, you know, hey, um, drop that motherfucker or right. drop everything you're doing and let's do this. They'll leave your ass high and dry. Do you find yourself like, I personally can tell you this. Honestly, I have 
three different groups of friends. Okay. So I have my childhood friends, which were brought along mm-hmm. like that my parents established, we established a relationship from childhood. And I've been knowing these girls my entire life, basically. And then I have my friends from like basically grade school, middle school, elementary, middle school, high school that I established relationships with and we are still friends. And then now I have my basically my college friends. But then, too, on top, I don't really consider my coworkers my friends like that. But I mean, obviously, you have you establish like uh, relationships with your coworkers as well. But I feel like I have three set groups of friends and I honestly try not to even mesh my friend groups because of the fact that low key that causes conflict because of the fact that like I feel like recently I may have had an issue where one person may feel like you know you're giving attention more to want somebody else than you are to you know the other and that and you know I mean it's like in an instance it's like you don't you don't know that sometimes you don't know if you don't really talk to those people and it's like even still in relationships friendships i mean friendships come with their own drama as well so it's just like i have three different groups of friends and again i try not to mention because my friendships that i had in college and when i was living on campus like my roommate basically was being introduced to my friends and then it was like a bunch of drama at one point damn for real yeah because it was like and it's hard to even talk about because it's so long ago but it's like this is the first time i had ever experienced any like anything like that and my roommate was like kind of she was the only child she came from a small town and then like living in a dorm this was like her first time living in a dorm and mm-hmm. mind you my dorm was super small like we were close-knit like if our beds were like um, sitting parallel to each other, like next to one another, I could reach out of my bed and hold her hand. That's how close we were. What the fuck y'all doing at SFA? I'm saying like the small, it was really, really small. So we, my room, we had bunk beds basically. And I was like, I got there first. So I was like, bitch, you getting up top. Fuck that. So anyways, my friends that I've been knowing since high school were at SFA as well. So at one point, like there was something going on. I'll never forget this day because we were sitting in like this common area having lunch after class. I ended up meeting my friends over there because I was in class and I got out, went and met them and my roommate ends up coming over there too. And you know, we were accepting of my roommate being a part of the crew cause she was my roommate. Mm-hmm. And so there was something that was said and my friend, I'll never forget it. This nigga was like attention whore and it made her mad. So my friend gets up and he goes and sits at a completely another table because where we were sitting at, it was TVs around. So they had like different stations. So he was watching, right. It's fucked up. He was watching like the ESPN channel or something. So she politely gets up while we're still communicating. She gets up, my roommate gets up on her own and she goes and talks to him. And she was telling him, you know, basically like she didn't appreciate that or whatever. And um, whatever happened because they were talking separately, the shit got loud and this, that, and the third. And my friends from high school, like he was a friend from high school, so his sister, she's older than us, so she didn't go to high school with us. But she, you know, we all went over there trying to see like what the fuck was going on, and then shit just escalated. And I was trying to like calm and defuse the situation, and then she started popping off on me, and I just blacked out. I was like, this bitch finna make me bust her in her face. So then we had a big argument to where when we drug back to the dorm room, like we, they almost called UPD on us. Like it was that oh, bad. Damn. They was finna call the university y'all police. Y'all was being ignorant. And then we, we hall. had to, we, me and my, me and my roommate ended up having to sit down with like the director of the hall, to, you know, to see what was going on. And she started talking shit again. And I was like, I could just punch your ass right now. And she like sat back, like she was ready for me to just jab her ass. I'm like, bitch, I'm too close to graduating. I'm not finna fuck 
fuck with you. Like it was so much going on because I was like, I'm not even really a part of as to why this happened. I'm trying to help your stupid ass. But then at the end of it all, by the time the semester ended, like we ended on a really bad note and she ended up writing me like an apology letter by the end of that. Like mm. it was so crazy. I was like, man, that's oh, why you man, can't mix your friends. Yeah, real, I think man. I still and I still got that letter somewhere because I was like, it was just like, you know what I'm saying? Like she understood at the end of it all because I used to try to tell her, like, if you got an issue with something, don't air that shit out on social media. Talk to the person because me and her had our own situation and she was trying to talk shit about me on fucking Twitter. I was sitting in my damn computer science class and I was reading that shit. I was like, oh, this bitch got me all the way fucked up so i addressed her because i'm like i got my ass up and went to walk to her class and i because i had to because i addressed her because and what really fucked me up was that i addressed the situation that i had an issue with with her in private in our dorm room nobody around but me and her and she put something like oh you know like even if you say things to somebody like that's you know out of confidence and that's not meant to hurt their feelings and you say it in the nicest way it could still hurt their feelings and i'm like but even still like why wouldn't you have told me that while we were having that discussion instead of trying to blast me on social media to make me look like I'm the bad guy like you look like the idiot because I came to you in private and you're airing out you're airing out your dirty laundry to everybody to make me look like the bad guy when I didn't do anything to you so it's like you know I came to you in private to like discuss the situation and you just wanted to like completely blow it out of the water so it was like we had already had many other issues before it led up to the one where we were like literally about to fight because that shit was crazy yeah but see I I think like I have different groups of friends too you know my friends from like elementary middle and high school and then my friends from college and then just random ass people I meet like at work and shit like that but also have different friends for different shit. Like I feel like I've gotten pretty lucky when I when it came to like meshing my friends because I think I think it's because my high school friends and my college friends like I've surrounded myself with people that just don't fuck with that drama like that, and everybody just oh, yeah. everybody just mesh so damn well. And your you know college what I'm friends like dog, like, they lit. Like, like I like I, your college friends. I'm not gonna lie. Like I there was never a situation where. I brought them together and somebody was like, I don't, I don't fuck with how they yeah, act or, you know, something sure. like that. Like everybody has pretty much just been cool and shit like that. And I think I pretty much got lucky like that. Cause you know, your particular situation, like I hear about this shit all the time. Like one friend to be thinking you giving more attention to one person and not them. And they'd be like, you know, what, what happened to what we used to have? Like, right. It's like, your ass mm. on somewhere we fucking grown and shit now. Like if you can't fight your own damn battles, then I, I can't help you you. right but with that said like you can't let one of your friends just be blaming disrespectful to the other one especially if you're the one to introduce them yeah for sure definitely you got to step in and be like you know can you chill out or something like that but you you ain't got to fight the whole damn battle for them like no not at all like that's your shit exactly that's why i was like you know i'm trying to help you in the situation and you trying to like pop off on me and it's like that ain't like man that's not what's up yeah but we're gonna scratch that. Moving on. Uh, for our little lifestyle segment, um, I just kind of wanted to go over a little bit of music. Uh, as y'all know, or y'all probably don't know, the uh, 2020 Grammy Awards will be airing on January 26th at 7 p.m. Central Time. I cannot tell you what channel because I usually look on the TV guide on my cable box to see what channel, and I don't remember which channel it comes on. So you're gonna have to figure that, that shit out yourself. But I just kind of wanted to go through some of the the nominations that I care about. 
for their year. Uh, we're going to start off with record of the year. Um, Y'all know record of the year is one like the one of the like record of the year, album of the year, and song of the year, like the the top fucking categories that, you know, people try to win pretty much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those are like the heartfelt ones. So record of the year, we got Hey Ma Bon Iver. I've I probably have heard that one, don't know. Bad guy, Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish, I think. Billy Eilish. Oh, uh, Billie Eilish, my bad. Billie Eilish fans. Um, that girl there is a bit grungy. Um, I don't know kinda, her music like She kind of dark. The, the only song I know about her is that, here for the crown, one by, one by, one. You ever heard that song? No. I need to look up her music because she just popped up on my YouTube uh, feed one day. Like uh, She was on like some show or something because I but remember people, she met like Miley Cyrus or some shit or Alicia Keys, one of her like favorite idols mm-hmm. or some shit like that and i feel like she's like really grungy and and dark and almost depressed and you know not to not to talk down on mental illness or anything because we all got our woes you know what right. i'm saying mental illness it's is a real fucking real. thing by the way if you're having any problems with mental illness get help seek Definitely. help please black people really think that therapy is like a stigma or something like that but like if you find that good therapist somebody that you could just like the thing the good thing about a therapist is there's somebody that you don't know so they have unbiased opinions about anything you know what i'm saying and if you want to vent about something going on in your life or you don't want somebody that you that that knows you to know about it just fucking vent to your therapist about it and they're more than likely gonna have some good ass advice on how you need and to they can't that. judge you by law they can't judge you they can't share your disclosure information with anybody so i mean personally i've been wanting to see a therapist but i had never had the chance or the time to but i'm really gonna end up looking into that's one actually, for real because i need my, uh, one that's one of my goals for this Because the way that i broke that table look let me show you how i broke that table <laughs> so you can see that i wasn't playing one of my goals for this year is actually to to um Oh shit! <laughs> y'all should see this damn table. Legs all broke off and shit, cracked in half. Damn, y'all ass was mad. Yeah, you need to. You need to go see a therapist, my friend. I know, you friend. You need to get your ass in some counseling. I know, but that's actually one of my goals this year. I'm, I'm gonna make it a point to find me a good black therapist that I could pour my heart into, and you know, he or she give me life advice, and right. we move the fuck on. Um, but moving on, so um, we're still on record of the year at the Grammys. Uh, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande. Typical, uh, typical shit. You know what I'm saying? She like, blew up. I didn't even realize that damn song came out last year. That must, that must be how long fucking 2019 was. Yeah, that shit was a long. That ass song shit. was played everywhere, child. Hard place by her. I love me some her. I was, I was in love with her until I figured out how, until I found out how young she is. I think she's only like 23. Oh, wow. Like 23 or 24. Her age make a that. difference? Yeah, I'm a whole 29 years old. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, even though I'm married and shit, you know what I'm saying? But you can still lust over your favorite artists and yeah. stuff like that. Her music is fucking... It's fire. I would jam the shit out of her mixtapes and albums any day. But I, but I thought she was like cute too because she had that mysterious persona to her. You know, for a while she didn't show her face. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? And she would always wear shades and shit like that. So it just... I just... I think she I just wanted to, to the, she wanted people to hear her for her, not yeah, actually see exactly. her. Exactly. 
And, and that so makes sense. Once I found out how young she was, I was just kind of like, no, like I'm a whole 29 years old and like under 29, no. Uh, next song on the list. For record of the year, what is that? Talk, uh, talk, talk by Khalid. Khalid. Oh, Khalid, my bad. I'm looking at it upside down. Is it Khalid, 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 whatever the fuck it is, but that's that, can we just talk? Yeah, that song got annoying too, because every can time I cut the radio talk? on when my GPS stuff wasn't working, that every station you turn to, that shit was on. You go from 97.9, that song was on. Then you turn to 93.7 to beat, it was I'm on. I'm not really a fan of... of of, of Khalid Khalid because his voice is just annoying to me. I feel and the same way about like Bryson just, Tiller. I like him, but after a while, his voice is very is annoying. A, Bryson Tiller is, is our key sweat. Yes. That, nigga sound like, <laughs> that nigga sound like he yes. whining all yes, the damn there time. there you go. All the damn time. Okay. Uh, then you got Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. I Typical. Don't know. He might win that shit. Yeah, because he took over and he came out as he was gay, so maybe he would win. We'll see. But you know, the white people still mad at him for taking over the country genre, yeah, so they might say, fuck that, They can't say that shit yeah. because they got Darius Rucker. That's the main one that I know. There was another black artist that was at the rodeo last year. Like, <laughs> bump them. He just put like a hip-hop thing to it. But you can't say that shit because Florida Georgia Line, and then there's this other group that I like that sing this song called Up Down. And Florida and that Georgia song Line, they got is a they hip-hop. Nelly, I think. So it's like, yeah. Done. Shut up. Next is Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Typical. Oh, competition hot, y'all. Right. <laughs> y'all know the white people love some, love some damn Lizzo, too. So they, <laughs> shit, they in that hole. And then we oh, got Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee. I don't fuck with Post Malone, but I fuck with Sway Lee. And I actually like that song. I like that song. You're my sunflower. Yeah, it's a, it's a I, haven't heard it I like it in a, like in a goofy-ass type way. It's not a song I take seriously, but, right. you know, if it comes on, like, I'll, I'll, fuck with it. I'll play that home. Shit, um, next we got album of the year. Uh, first on the list is I, I by uh, Bon Iver. Yeah, something like that. Bon yeah, Iver. I haven't heard that album yet, but I'm, I'm going to go listen to it because I didn't know that they had a new album. I'm actually a fan, so... Well, I can't really say I'm a fan if I didn't know they had a new fucking album. <laughs> I guess I'm a sometime, I'm a fake ass, sometimey ass fan. <laughs> now I feel bad. Shit. Whatever. Uh, next is Norman fucking Rockwell, Lana Del Rey. Don't know who that is. And then you got When We Fall Asleep, Weird, Where, Where Did, did we, go? we Go, Billie Eilish. And See, then, that, don't that shit sound yeah. grungy and just where, dark? And when like, we all fall asleep, where do we go? Well, like, I mean, I like it. It's kind of catchy, but I don't know. It is kind of catchy because where do we go when we fall asleep? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, go to another paradox. And then you got, um, what is that? Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. And then I used to know her by her. I want to <laughs> backtrack to Thank You Next okay. by Ariana Grande. Have you heard that album? Yeah, I be banging it. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. Okay, but have you heard that. the album? Yeah, I heard her album because I got that one and then I had the Seven Rings album. But yeah, I heard that one too. That album actually, actually fucking jam. It jam like that. Even Seven Rings jam. I'm not gonna lie. Like yeah, I can't give you, right. I can't give you the songs out for Thank You Next, but I can, yeah, I can There's tell you. There's a few you, songs yeah. that bump on that hoe. That they do, but I don't remember yeah. everything off of that because I really listened to the other one, her Seven Rings one, the okay. with the well. I guess. Oh shit, what we got next? We got Seven by Lil Nas X. I didn't listen to his album outside of that, uh, outside of the Old Town Road because I tried to get into that Panini song, but I didn't know, I didn't understand it. And I heard everybody said that it was oh, live. That, that I don't hey, know. Panini, 
Yeah, yeah, because he performed it on. He performed that shit at the BMAs. Yeah, that that's why I heard it, and I was like, what is this? Yeah, because he looked like he was in outer space. He was just like he was finna go and take off with NASA and shit. First of all, I'm so fucking tired of these artists doing the damn most. Why y'all can't perform? Why y'all can't base y'all performances and y'all music videos? Based off the actual fucking song. Related to the damn song. (laughs) I don't fucking understand. Like, Old Town Road kind of related to the song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like that Panini performance was just not fucking it for me. Nah, it wasn't kicking it. Not it at all. And then we got Father of the Bri- Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend. I don't even know who that is, Jesus. Vampire Weekend is this alternative band and they are they are really cool. Like if you wanna go just kind of type them in, Apple Music or some shit, yeah. like kinda briefly I'm gonna have listen to, check to it them. Out. Like they got some they got some bangers for real. Yeah, I like alternative music because I'm not a big hip hop fan that it much because I don't be um, understanding that stuff. Because I love you by Lizzo, like I feel like that Oh, I didn't did, even see that my that album, over it. Did that album just come out? No, because I'm like sure that album has been out I'm for sure, a minute. I don't know, but I'm sure because just think about it, like we said, Truth Hurts and all of that stuff, that that song was so old. It really didn't get that much clout back when it yeah. initially came out. When she initially reached, re, um, you know, what I'm saying, released it. So I'm telling you, the when I heard of it, it was in that movie, Someone Great, when she uh, like broke up with her boyfriend and she was in the uh-huh. kitchen like bumping, and I was like, "What's this song?" And then it just went, took off, took off from there. And um, that song that she got a. Uh... Yeah, uh huh. And that song was in everything because they put it in commercials and stuff too. Yeah, that feeling good as hell. That beat is in so many damn commercials. Yeah, cause she she I'll was be in like, that. Damn. Um, what song? She was in that. It was an alcoholic beverage commercial. She was in, I think, and they had that. Blame it on my juice, but something, something. I don't oh, know. Blame it on the juice. Yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> they go, they go read us for singing again. But shit, um. It's we too got, much shit on that list. We got a song of the year. Um, first is Always Remember This Way by Lady Gaga. Um, oh, I think that's from that movie. Is that from that movie? Because you remember from, that, that, that same movie was damn, really good. What's the name of that movie again? That I she don't remember with, now. With the man. But that movie racked up so many damn awards last year. Uh-huh. Why, why the fuck is it still... On the damn nominees list. Because I think it just depends on when it actually came out within that year. Because I'm like, sometimes some of them songs beating came out in like the year, the end of the year before. Mm. And they didn't make it to that list of like, you know, okay. like it may have came out in 2019, uh-huh. um, like 2018 at the end of it before, you know, right before that list came out. So it didn't reach that list by then. So then they put it on the next year. Because basically, I guess that's when it's going to really get all of its clout when the new year starts because it's going to go throughout the entire year. Oh, well. It's something like that. Whatever algorithm they got going on at the Grammys, you know, that's that's out of my league. Right. I'm a I'm a Z-list celebrity. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> but shit, uh next is Bad Guy by Billy Eilish. It's it's Eilish, right? I think it's Billy okay. Eilish. I keep wanting to say Eilish for some reason. And then we got Bring My Flowers Now by Tanya Tucker. I don't even know who the fuck Tanya mm-hmm. Tucker is. Who's my bad? Tanya Tucker. Tanya Tucker, mm-hmm. you know who that is? I think she may be country, but I don't really know. That sound country, Tanya. Tanya Tucker? She is country, because I think she came to the Golden Nugget before. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, they be having entertainment on the weekends. <laughs> uh, then you got Hard Place by her. Lover by Taylor Swift. Yeah, right. yeah, I think y'all know how I feel about it. Right. This is the thing about Taylor Swift. I used to her. fucking love Taylor Swift, man. Like, when that Red album came out, ooh. 
I wasn't into her like that. But I don't bangers. Those two albums fucking hit. But then when she started doing all that dumb shit, it yeah. Fuck that girl thinking she Beyonce and shit. Get your oh, ass God. on it. Uh Norman fucking Rockwell by fucking Jack Antonoff. No, Lana Del Rey. Oh, Lana Del Rey. And then Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi. And then Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Lizzo racking up nominations this year. How many she fucking got? Six she got six, six uh Grammy nom no, she got she got eight Grammy nominations. So she fucking racking up and I just, She must I be know, like, like album of the year, song of the year, best new artist of the year, and I don't know, video of the year or some shit like that. Her ass is on record of the year, album of the year, and song, song of, of the, the year. year. Yeah. And she's on Best New Artist. Best so new speaking artist. of Best New Artist shit, we got the uh, Best see, New Artist We got next. Black Pumice, Billie Eilish. Maybe it's Black Pumas. Oh, but maybe Pumas. Black Pumas, my bad. Don't know who that is. Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X, Lizzo, Maggie Rogers, Rosalia. Rosalia. Rosalia, Tank and the Bangas, and Yola. Is Tank in the Bangers like like Tank Tank? I don't like, know. No, I don't think Tank Tank. Like, please. No, no I don't. That's like one of my jams about him. Please. They be in the clock. They chasing his ass right now. They talking <laughs> shit about him thinking that he gay, sucking dick and shit, y'all. Oh, I remember that shit. That. Yeah, we ain't gonna Where get on that. Where's that? We're gonna leave that in 2019. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. The next, next category that we care about, we got Best Pop Solo Performance, which is uh, we got Spirit by Beyonce. Oh, yeah. From uh, The Lion King. Is that pop? Whatever. Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Seven Rings Again by mm-hmm. Ariana Grande. Truth Hurts Again by, by Lizzo. Lizzo. Mm-hmm. And You Need to Calm Down by Taylor Swift. That is an annoying ass <laughs> song. You need to just stop. Right. Can you just not? Anyway. Then we got Best Pop Duo Group Performance. You got um, Boyfriend by Ariana Grande in The Social House. Sucker by Jonas Brothers. They got back together. You got Old Town Road with Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Sunflower again by Post Malone and Sway Lee. And Senorina, Senorita by Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. For for some reason, I heard that song. I was thinking of that. And then a who da da. But that's oh, not. Oh, that's not. Uh-uh, yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's actually called Havana. Yeah, and then it's uh, by the girl from, I think she was off of, um, y'all remember when uh, Diddy had Making the Band? Yo, they need to come out with Making the Band again. That was my shit. But, um, I he thought was, he was supposed to. I thought, I thought he was, he was supposed, to, supposed to do one day. It was in the new, like a few years ago, I think they were talking know, they about some, it. They, they had some. Ass, day like, 26 was T. And the, then you had the Danity Kane girls. And that song Havana, I think, is by the one of the girls from Danny Decane. No, she from, or she, from, she from Fifth Harmony. That's it. Fifth yeah, Harmony. Camille there Cabello. you go. Yeah. I don't be knowing half the time. And uh, Normani, she from uh, yeah, Fifth Harmony. from Fifth too. Harmony too. Now they third Harmony. Because it's only three <laughs> left. Camille left. Normani left. And shit. They, they be they be saying that shit. Them groups don't be mat, don't be meshing very well. Shit. And for best pop vocal album, we got The Lion King, The Gift by Beyonce. When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go by Billie Eilish. Thank You Next again <laughs> by Ariana Grande. <laughs> Number six, Collaborations Project, Ed Sheeran. And Lover by Taylor Swift. Mm. <laughs> mm. Right, you and Taylor Swift. We're going to let you have that. 
<laughs> then best it. R&B performance we got uh, Love Again by Daniel Caesar and Brandy a lot of people like Daniel Caesar but he kind of annoys me too uh, Could Have Been by her and Bryson Tiller we we talked about how he annoys us that's, mm-hmm. that's the modern day Keith Sweat mm-hmm. exactly how I feel Lizzo and Gucci Man. I've never heard that so I don't know Roll Some More by Lucky Day What's she talking about rolling? She talking I don't about know. rolling some trees? Or? I don't know. I mean, that would be nice. Rolling that gas. Gas. That cheddar, that cheese. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> and then we got Come Home by Anderson Pack featuring Andre 3000. That's a that's a good one right there. I need to go listen to that because it got it got three stacks on it. Lizzo is all up and down these nominations. Best traditional R&B performance we got. Time Today by BJ the Chicago Kids. Steady Love by NDRE. Jerome by Lizzo. Real Games by Lucky Day and Built for Love by PJ Warden and Jasmine Sullivan. Jasmine Sullivan? I love me some fucking Jasmine Sullivan, man. What? Where'd she you, come from? You pee. I bust the windows <laughs> out your car. That you, have you heard her latest album, Reality Show? No, God. She I used to go. Years ago? That's, what? That, that is a fucking classic. Oh, I was just jamming at home, like coming, cause it take me like an hour and thirty minutes yeah, to get to home get from home, work Jesus. with traffic. So mm-hmm. like, I jammed the whole damn album on the way home on from way work home, yesterday. Yeah. But that album fucking jams, man. Oh, I gotta go, go listen to, to that when you get a chance. Hey, yeah. Well, right, I so. love me some good R and B. Sing to my yeah. soul, honey. Sing to my soul. <clears throat> yeah, we just gonna speed through the rest of these since we uh we don't want to take up too much time. But uh, best R and B song we got could have been. By uh, <clears throat> her and Bryson Tiller. Uh, Look at me now by Emily King. No guidance by Chris Brown and Drake. That whole bang. That whole bang for real. But they played it too much. But that it still bang. That whole bangs. And then we and got, I like the video. We got roll some more again by Lucky Day. I have to go listen to this song because I'm interested in what she trying you to roll some more. You saying roll some more? I keep yeah. thinking like Nicki Minaj be saying throw some more. <laughs> That's what I keep Why hearing. I keep too. hearing that when you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> when you that say shit that. Up in my head too. And say so by PJ Morton. I almost thought that said PJ featuring JoJo. Yeah, where she been? She really never was she a mainstream artist, but, artist you know, like that. You know, she recently like um, cause you know she lost all her music like to like the label that she was on. I did not you know, know like, that. No wonder, label, yeah. Like, she came out with, but she re-recorded all of them and came out with a new album. Oh shit! With, she came back out with the album because she got a song. She got a song with Big Sean, I think, and it's like um, like something like she would have. What the fuck is the name of that song? I gotta find it with her. But it's a song she got with with Big Sean that that whole bang. Um, best urban contemporary album. The only one I think I would recognize on here is "Cause I Love You" by Lizzo. So she on that chart again. Lizzo on the black people categories and the white people categories. Go ahead. That's what twerking in the Lakers Stadium gets right. you. Right, shaking All your naked ass cheeks. So best R and B album. We got "Eleven Twenty Three" by B J. The Chicago Kid. "Pointed" by Lucky Day. I'm painted by Lucky Day. LMA by LMA. Damn! Didn't they come out in 2018? I'm telling you, it's something about what it's it's something about when the <laughs> what part of the year the song actually like really started playing, like what month? Because based off that list, I think they kind of go from like the end of the year up until okay. like it just. I depends. feel like she was nominated for the same award yeah. last year yeah. for the same album. I mean, she only got one album. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That album do jam though, but yeah, it just depends. Yeah. I think on when exactly it was released because it's it got to do something with that. Because yeah. I'd be like, I'd be thinking the same thing. 
We got Paul by PJ Morton and Ventura by Anderson Pack. I think it's Anderson Park. Is it Pack or Park? I think it's Park. It might be Park because he got two A's. Yeah. You know, my Because he opened up, he was an opener for the J. Cole concert, I remember. That nigga was at Coachella last year. He fucking. Yeah, I remember. He had me so turned up. I was high as shit, first of all. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody was jamming. Yeah, yeah. It was on 420. Like, Coachella fell on 420 last year when we went to. So, you know, we was in the the fucking Wi Fi zone in that bitch. Best R&B performance, uh, I mean, R&B. Best rap performance, uh, Middle Child by J. Cole. Oh, yeah, that whole jam. Suge by The Baby. Down Bad by Dreamville. Oh, that, that down, whole hit. Down, down, bad. Racks yep. in the Middle by Nipsey Hussle. And Clout by Offset featuring Cardi B. Yeah, doing um, the thing. Husband and wife duo. Right. Trying to make this shimony. Mm-hmm. That fake-ass relationship. Well, it might, it might be real. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna clown them. Uh, best rap song performance. So I guess this is like rap songs that they sing on or some shit. Yeah, like, probably so. Hired by DJ Khaled and Nipsey Hussle and John Legend. Oh, okay, I know what song that is. Yeah. Uh, Drip Too Hard by Lil Baby and Gunna. Panini by Lil Nas X. Can't even tell you how it go. Ballin' by DJ Mustard featuring Roddy Rich in the London. Featuring Young Thug, I mean the the London with Young Thug featuring J Cole and Travis Scott. Best rap song we got "Bad Idea" by Chance the Rapper. I mean no, by YBN Corday featuring Chance the Rapper. Gold Roses by Rick Ross featuring Drake. A lot with Twenty One Savage featuring J Cole. Rex in the middle with Nipsey Hussle featuring Roddy Rich and Hit Boy and Suge by the Baby. Wait a minute, I just fucking realized the baby got Grammy nominations in this bitch. Yeah, but then on top of that, I'm thinking like he, I guess maybe they're going to put him next year for like best new artist because he kind of popped up on the scene. Hopefully Meg Thee Stallion end up on there next year because like she if he, popped I feel up. like if he in other categories, he, if they feel deserving, he should have been on the best new artist category. And I feel like he should be. Yeah, he should best be. New him, artist. Yeah. Like, but anyway, shit. Best rap album, we got Revenge of the Dreamers 3 by Dreamville. Oh, that whole bang. Bangs like a motherfucker. Bang. Championships by Meek Mill. I Am versus I Was. Well, I Am Greater Than I Was, 21 Savage. Uh, Igor, Tyler the Creator. I actually like that album. I just don't know how to pronounce it. Um, the Lost Boy, YBN Carday. I'm going to have to check out this YBN Corday, whoever the fuck he is, because, yeah. Mm-hmm. Best compilation soundtrack for visual media, The Lion King, The Songs. Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I want to see that movie so bad. Me too. Because it's Quentin Tarantino, period, Pooh. Yeah, I fucks with all his movies. Yes, because Kill Bill is the T, especially Vivica A. Fox and what you call it, fighting. Ooh, that's the T, yeah. honey. Uh, Rocket Man, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That, that movie got a live-ass soundtrack. Yeah. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And the stars, that's the Lady Gaga movie, A Star is Born. There you go. I cannot think of the name of it, but when I saw it in the movie theater, I remember because I went to see it at the theater, and that movie was really, really good, and it was kind of sad, but it was really good. (laughs) Best score soundtrack for visual media, Avengers Endgame. That's my damn movie song. I don't watch the So I would have voted for that just because. Uh, Chernobyl, 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 whatever that is, Game of Thrones Season 8. Game of Thrones oh soundtrack for visual media I guess the songs that actually play, yeah, play on, on the, on the, the show. show yeah okay uh, The Lion King of course and Mary Poppins Returns which I, I have not seen I have not seen it yet and I kind of wanted to 
Uh, best song written for visual media. The Ballad of the Lonesome Cowboy from Toy Story 4. Oh, I like Girl that. in the Movies from Dumplin'. Oh. I'll Never Love Again uh, from A Star is Born. Spirit from The Lion King. And Suspirium from Dumplin Suspirium. is a Netflix movie. Shut up and shoot me. Is it? Yes, I, I watched that movie it. like three times. It is so good. And then the last two categories that we actually care about. Uh, we got Best Music Video with with uh, We've Gotta Try by The Chemical Romance, This Land with Gary Clark Jr., Telephone by FKA Twigs, Old Town Road, Official Movie, in parentheses, by Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, Glad He's Gone, Tough Low. Oh, that whole hit, Glad He's Gone, Tough Low. I fuck with Tough Low. Yeah, she's pretty chick. dope. I gotta stay high all the time. Oh, yeah, we do. Because I keep on missing you. We do though, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Best music film, Homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> Homecoming, uh, a Beyonce knows Carter. What? Coachella. That production was legit. It was everything. It gave me my life. I was at the that gym and lit. I posted my phone up just so I could watch it, and I was dancing in between my sets like I was Beyonce. And honestly, that's that's the only that's the only film I care about in that category. So, <laughs> with that being yeah, with said. That being said Thank y'all for listening to the Life Be Tripping podcast. This is episode two. Um, thanks y'all. Thank y'all for joining us again. Uh, we appreciate the feedback we got from the first episode. So you know, if you um, got something else you want to say, um, remember we don't give a fuck about your concerns. So don't waste your time. But if you have any feedback, questions, or shit topics that you want us to discuss, want us to discuss, or yeah, I feel like that we should talk about or go into or if you just have any questions or anything you need advice on anything like that um keep in mind we're not therapists we ain't shit ourselves right we just so regular regular if you ask for people. advice we may give you some ain't shit advice but you know people love ain't shit advice you know what i'm saying like people tell you leave your man but you don't some people like unpopular and you opinions get on facebook and it's say cool. men ain't shit you know what i'm saying right and I in in response to that, all I gotta say is bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Hey, make a quick run. Alright, y'all man. Thank y'all for listening. Tune into the next one. We appreciate the love. And remember, hit us up on lifebe tripping at gmail.com. That is F Y. I mean L Y F E B E T R I P P I N at gmail.com. Life be tripping. At gmail.com. Bye, bitches. Bye, bitches. <laughs>